0: Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinhardt. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Christopher Schütze. He's Director of Practice Cybersecurity at Kupinger Coal Analysts. And today we want to talk about enterprise risk management. Hi Christopher.
1: Hi Matthias and thank you for the invitation.
0: Great to have you and um, enterprise risk management. So this sounds like something huge, something large, something really tedious. Can you give us a a definition of what enterprise risk management comprises?
1: Yeah, enterprise uh, in the beginning indicates that we are talking about the big thing. And maybe first I start with a short idea about it. We have traditional risk management in organizations where we handle organizational risks or things like that. And we have, on the other hand, so more the IT-related risks, we have IT risks. And for sure, we have risks regarding to the security of the IT and many other uh, risks at all. And uh, when we talk to our customers about risks or enterprise risks, we often realize that new organizations, agile organizations or startups handle more specific risks. So maybe risks regarding to the IT, to the IT security, whereas bigger organizations like a car manufacturer or uh, insurance companies tend more to handle the enterprise risks. But what both organizations combines is that they focus on one area more than on the other. And the truth and the best idea is really to have an a well defined approach which integrates IT risk management into enterprise risk management and vice versa. So, to have a look at those things which can happen to you in combination, not only IT and not only environmental influences to your organization or
0: financial. If you talk to a financial organization, for example, they consider um, risk management when, when you leave the IT and the enterprise in front away. Um, they, they consider something very different. They look at financial risk, they look at capital market risks, they look at fraud. And this is really something where they really have a different notion as long as you don't add the IT to risk management as well. So, what kind of risks would you consider when you're talking about enterprise risk management?
1: So when we talk about enterprise risk management or risk management in general, we have mainly four areas. We have uh, traditional hazards. So things which come from outside, such as earthquakes or quarantine or the damage to other people's property. And then for sure, that's what you already mentioned, the financial stuff. It's not only for insurance companies. It's for any organization, the idea of an organization is to earn money and to have money. And uh, this is a very ins- essential topic. Maybe things like a liquidity shortage or falling prices on the market. This is a very essential risk to an organization. And another one uh, is the operational risk. It is maybe if you offer digital services or things like that, those risks are handled in that area. And uh, the last one, so the fourth category, is in strategic risk, so things which impact the objectives of your organization. And these risks can uh, be IT risks, IT security risks, or enterprise risks, and these are mainly the, the four categories. And maybe um, I mentioned this in the the hazard category. There are also things like terrorism or a general natural disaster or blackouts. And if you think about enterprise risk, IT risk, and IT security risk, maybe as three layers and enterprise risk on the top level, a pandemic crisis or a terrorism attack impacts the enterprise and the IT. Maybe your data center is not available anymore. Or on the other hand, if if you are offering digital services and you are not aware of failover IT, you have maybe unprotected accounts like uh, issues in identity and access management, this is more an IT risk or An IT security risk. But maybe combined with a terrorism attack, it's also an issue uh, which affects your whole organization. And then it's again an enterprise risk. And combining those single IT risks with um, general risks is the important thing because never underestimate the probability of occurrence regarding to the impact it has to your organization. Just think about... uh, the pandemic crisis. Nobody expected it, but the impact is very high.
0: So, we cannot clearly distinguish between enterprise risks or and IT risks, or to put it the other way around, as you just described, um, many IT risks can be considered immediately as enterprise as business risks, right?
1: Exactly. If an IT security or IT risk uh, has impact to your whole organization to your business model, then it's an enterprise risk or must be handled. And uh, as mentioned, also the combination of one or more things. And this is why you really should have something like an integrated process for your risk management.
0: Right. That was something that I was aiming at. So when we cannot distinguish between both, there is no way of looking at IT risk alone as an isolated topic. This is something that we need to consider as something that needs to be tackled more holistically. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I should explain maybe the process of how we see it in our uh, projects, how to do an enterprise risk management as a process. Because the first thing you should really be aware is the context. You should know what are the main things uh, your company is focused in. What is the thing you earn money with? Uh, What is the environment around? What are all the impacts? This is really the first thing, to understand your business, your organization. And then you can start to identify several risks. There are a lot of standards like ISO or NIST or uh, specific security frameworks and blueprints available to identify them, to have some basic idea and catalog for enterprise risks, for IT risks and for IT security risks. And then you know the risks and you have a context and this is uh, where you can start to analyze. Does it uh, have an impact for you? What would be the impact, things like that. And then the most important thing is here and this is where combination starts. You have to integrate them. You have to think about what happens if I have a blackout and my backups are not available. Both things are seen as a single items are not relevant, but maybe the combination tends to uh, that your business is not working anymore, things like that. And after integrating them, after combining them, you can rate them. You can say, oh, the impact or the probability of occurrence is high or low or medium. And based on this, then you can create mitigating measures, can implement tools, software, processes, whatever, and monitor the risks. Because what is clear, your organization changes, the, the impact to your organization changes, laws and regulations are changing. And these are things which have impact on your risk catalog on your risk model and at the end of your enterprise risk management. And that is why you have to monitor your risks. And this is why you have to monitor your risks.
0: Right. Um, When you mentioned that you need to assess the impact, that you need to also assess the impact of combined risks. I think there is also a danger when you're doing this process of overdoing it, of implementing too many controls. I know many organizations are on the other end, so they, they really have not yet fully gotten to a picture of their, of their overall risk posture. Uh, but on the other hand, when you're doing and executing and exercising this enterprise risk management, there's also a danger of, yeah, of having too much in place. How do you get to the right balance here?
1: Um, ask experts is the simple answer. Um, no, as I mentioned, standards can be used. There are best practices available by public organizations, by states, ISO, NIST, and so on. And uh, what you mentioned, don't do too much. Focus on the essential bonds. Focus on the risks which have the highest impact to your organization's if they happen, that is the most important thing. And you will never achieve a level of 100% security here. That's impossible.
0: Right, when we think of the crisis that we are all still in to identify impact that can be the result of more than one risk and to focus on that, might also be a good idea. For example, then moving towards more um, scalable, more sustainable um, IT infrastructures that, and move away from on-premises uh, systems that are in more danger, that might be also a good starting point to, to cover more than one risk at one time. As cybersecurity and risk management are, of course, some of your key topics, being the director of practice for cybersecurity, I guess there is lots of research available. And of course, people can contact you. What would be the first starting point that you would recommend when when the audience wants to learn more about that topic? Where, what would be the first starting point, Christopher?
1: So the first step is for sure our website, copingacall.com. And um, a good starting point would be just put... Uh, The search term, three steps to improve your cybersecurity with enterprise risk management into our search bar and search for the blog post about it. Um, There we have a good graphics and some good basic idea about that. And there is also some more research content linked um, that you can find in our research area. So this is really a good starting point.
0: Great. And maybe if I add this um, shameless self plug, of course, you mentioned ask the experts and of course, we sometimes think of ourselves as being the experts, so talk to us. So thank you very much, Christopher, um, for joining me today. And I think this is a topic where we can choose individual areas and dive deeper into topics like enterprise risk register or the overall integration into a corporate strategy when it comes to protecting an organization. So thanks again, Christopher. I'm um, looking forward to having you again.
1: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Bye-bye.